We all know that cars mean traffic, errands, and budgets. But they should also represent freedom and fun. Join us as we work to find everyone a car they'll love. I'm Paul. I'm Todd. And this is the Everyday Driver Car Debate. So hi. Hi. And, and hi. <laughs> yeah, hi, everybody. This is, this is really very bizarre. We were driving down here from Park City and saying... I don't know how this is going to go. I, I genuinely have no idea how it's going to go. I, I don't know. And I also say, I'm apologizing to all of you. My mother raised me to look people in the face, and I will probably spend a lot of the podcast doing this. Yeah, well, we've got and to I look at questions. Now. I love yeah. that everybody's yeah. jumping on here. It's great. It's Guys, great. thank you very much. This is excellent. It, it is a bit dark. Uh, by the way, it's a bit dark because we are sitting literally in front of a movie screen in the yeah, in a right. theater. So this is theater. Please leave the theater lighting. Please drop your popcorn. That's what this lighting is. So <laughs> exactly. it's the best we can do. Exactly. Uh, but at least right. you can see us. You can't. Unfortunately, you can't. I'm, I'm, I have to explain my shirt. Okay, go for it. Go for it. Um, I, actually, you know what? I have to audio explain my shirt. Oh, you're going to play I'm, the I'm intro. Do this. this this is podcast 365 right here <laughs> what time is it I'm, I'm drunk that's ugly on this episode of watches whiskey and design we are talking about casio g-shock mrg collection watches these are the watches that are actually like the japanese sword making techniques and we're also sipping on some 16 year old glenn Devron single malt scotch with we all know that cars mean traffic so here we are Podcast well, 400. That, yeah. that, so that podcast happened. That was my joke open for, pots, uh, for Paul's uh, Watches, Whiskey, and Design podcast. <laughs> and one of you listeners <laughs> sent in this shirt. What time is it? I'm drunk. That's ugly. Which, as soon as it showed up, I, I couldn't stop laughing. And then the next thought was, I have nowhere to wear this. I will never wear that shirt. Except and then this for happened, today. And I thought, that's today. the perfect time to wear it. But as I'm leaving, I didn't tell you this. I'm leaving the house. Okay. My wife sees me in this shirt and goes, Really? <laughs> You're kidding me. And she said, she said I, I understand why, but really? I said, when else am I going to wear this? She said, well, never. <laughs> and, and then her, so her comment was, and I have to give her kudos, she said, the only thing worse than that is the FBI female body inspector shirt. She said, oh, that yeah. one yeah, would be divorced. Sure. The one you've got on is questionable. <laughs> but it's the perfect place to wear it. It, so, it was anyway. from Dale. He, yeah, uh, you've seen sure. him. We, he uh, is the instigator for our lemons races. And so he heard that. Todd was teasing me when I came up with the watches, whiskey, and design thing. And so he, he was coming up with the, the joke intro. And, yeah. and we recorded it on a complete whim. It's only appeared so far on the beginning of one podcast. And everybody yeah. listened to it and said, I, I think I've got the wrong. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. So you do have the right podcast. Pretty 400 funny. podcasts. I listened to part of episode one today. Did you go back that far? This was, this was, that July, was only 30 minutes, by the way. July 21st of 2014. Five years. Coming okay. up on five years. I can't believe it. Uh, yeah, all bad. So uh, actually all good. I just we, When we started, we <laughs> stumbled through that episode. If you listen to us now and listen to us then, uh, there's a pacing problem in episode one. There's is a little there? bit of a there's a little bit of a pause. Okay, and hey, one of the rest was you know has a we're, we're and figuring things out. And, yeah, we say and, things. You know, we're new to podcasting, and it, it came out of we we had struggled. You've heard this story, so very quickly we we had struggled to think of what would the podcast be, and it came back down to well, we want to help you find a car. And mm-hmm, so we, mm-hmm. instead of uh, jumping in like we do now, we actually do a little bit of preparation. Well, actually a lot of preparation in looking up cars and doing research and then coming back to, well, you know, let's, let's actually make it a banter. And so we, I, I'm sure it was rough. It was only 30 minutes then. Yeah. And then a lot of you have asked, make it longer, make it longer. And so it's grown to 45 minutes and then to an hour. And then, four, and then twice 400 a week. Yeah. might be actually longer, depending on uh, if somebody has a, a car debate in yeah, the audience. Yeah. 
we'll certainly take those. But yes, please keep asking your questions. We're seeing them pop up. We're bombarded by them already. It's fantastic. This so excellent. here's the thing. This this podcast, just so you know, for those of you watching and listening, uh, the thing is, this the podcast part of this is first. We're going to go for, as we normally do, an hour. With, it's us. It'll be an hour and well, 15 minutes. Well, easy. We're going to go easy. for an hour. Uh, we're going to do questions. My McLaren going to be an hour, for sure. Well, okay, I'm gonna, about to <laughs> divert to you on that. Anyway, apparently you are prepped for a rant. I'm ready. I'm hot. I'm hot, baby. Okay, all right. Well, that's going to happen. So we're going to do the podcast first. Uh, then... We're going to wave goodbye to you on the, on the web, and we're yeah, going to right. show uh, to all of you guys. Thank you. For this this is much bigger than I thought it was going to be. This yeah, is awesome. this is awesome. We're Thank going to you. show episode one of season five, which doesn't air until the first week of July, so way early, but somebody had to get the edit done. So uh, it, it's here. We'll show that to you. That's going to be awesome. Then we're going to do some giveaways for all of you that are here because we can't give away to you. Obviously. Yeah, for sure. So and uh, we're doing some giveaways from our friends at Modern Livery as well, so mm-hmm. you can check them out. They've got a cool Instagram page. They've given us some actually martini racing socks, which is pretty cool, so we're going to give some of those away. Because as you were and, saying, uh, everything's cool better shirts. martini livery. It is. Everything, okay. Everybody needs martini livery. And they even said they have Pasha to give away. Well, not to give away, but you, you can get uh, stuff on their store. And they gave me a really cool Porsche t-shirt. So thanks to them. And uh, so, they so also wait, run the Wait, 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 wait. So if, if Pretty cool. somebody gives you just Porsche swag, then you will talk about them? Right here. Essentially. Porsche Got swag. Okay. I'm understand. wearing Porsche shoes, by All the right. way. You don't know All that. Right. But they are Porsche design Adidas from uh, a, a few generations ago. But everybody really in the audience is now looking at your shoes. So yeah, the shoes are actually Porsche design and and maybe Porsche Cologne has been uh, happening too. 20 so. minutes ago you had like a 15 minute conversation <laughs> about your watch. I, 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 I went into a coma I don't even know what happened but it happened. I did yeah. watches and we were talking about Rush the Presto Tour, my first concert which was Awesome. All right. Yeah. Okay. Welcome to Podcast 400, where we will have no structure. Okay. I asked earlier. I'm going to ask again. Anybody buying a car in the next like month? Anybody here live buying a car like right away? Uh, oh. Oh. Are, are you Jay, or are you just throwing something at me anyway? Okay. Okay. What are you? Are you getting rid of anything? Oh, I bet. I bet I know what it is. Go ahead, though. So the V8 and a half all road. Ah. Considering V9 all road, Macan S, possibly SQ5, and the wild card. So wait, is this the the Audi Low Road? Yes. Okay, this is your your all road that has been lowered and is on very cool wheels and is an awesome looking sled of a car. I have to say, yeah, it is. Is there a reason that's going out? Uh, Getting a new car every couple years. I I love that reason. That's a good reason. That's a perfectly acceptable reason. I just was curious if there's some other reason. All right. So the the potential debate here is Jay from Modern Livery. He also Mm -hmm. runs the Park City Car Club along with Jamie and. So he's getting rid of the B8 and a half yes. Audi all-road and the, looking the low at the B9. Road. I love that the, it's the, the low, low road. road. Yes, it is. By the way, it, it isn't a low rider. It, it doesn't. It doesn't do the, it it doesn't do this. No, yeah. fortunately yeah. not. He's got taste. And so, wow, then, whole segment of the audience just left the show. By the way, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> then, uh, then looking at the SQ5 and uh, possibly a few other things. So let's get to that uh, in the second half. Well, maybe definitely after my McLaren rant because, ooh, baby. Okay, so clearly the, um, we're not going to do a podca- <clears throat> podcast card debate before you rant. Everybody has asked about the McLaren GT, which has come out today, yes. which is yes. the new Aston Martin. I, I mean, the McLaren. They they did a DB11. They're looking at the the GT luxury. It's not really yeah. a, a full on sports car, and and I liked it up until I saw the photo Uh-oh. of Uh-oh. the golf clubs in the trunk. Yeah. And first of all, I'm thinking, well, they're on the center line of this huge open rear mm-hmm. hatch, and Don't they're they're corner. in the center line here, and. I'm thinking, well, first of all, you have to lean over and hurt your back to get your clubs into the car and maybe get a hernia. But then the clubs are in the car. And if you're driving your sports car, you've, you've got clubs. If you, you know, 
it's going to happen. You're going to hit the brakes, downshift hard into the second turn, and you're going to have a cabin full of putters and yeah, you are. wedges and Definitely nine irons. And you might get speared done. in the back of the head by your golf umbrella. But more importantly, what I was thinking of, it reminds me of the episode from Friends that you guys are always talking about. Uh-oh, it's the Ross Gets High. It's actually from 20 years ago, if you can believe it. And I went and rewatched the section where Rachel decides to make the English dessert, the trifle, the oh, layer sure. dessert. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. the joke is yeah, that yeah. the pages of the cookbook were stuck together, and so she makes half of a delicious English trifle, and the other half is a shepherd's pie. So it just doesn't go together. And you know how Joey okay. was actually yeah. ate it anyway? They, they have made the beef custard pie of a sports car. Interesting. If okay. you're golfing with your McLaren GT, you've got the wrong idea. You've, you've gone to the wrong place. Porsche doesn't make sports cars and sticks golf clubs in there. I'm not against golf. It's like, you know, waffles and spaghetti sauce. Mmm, good. Not together. No, not together. <laughs> I, I'm surprised. Sorry, I have to go here. If this is the press photo to show how much space you have, why do you chop off half the trunk? <laughs> Here we go. If, if you see this press photo, it's it's a lengthy photo, and they can't get great. the entire hatch in the photo. If the point is the hatch, <laughs> let's see the hatch. How about fitted luggage? And we're taking, well, okay. you know, fitted luggage, and it all works, and it's not going to move around because I, we have a, actually a Kia Forte, if you can believe it. Kia has given us a Kia Forte press car. It's sitting at my house. And even I can't believe Kia, we didn't drive that down here. I know. We brought I the Cayman. Can't imagine I don't know why. what was wrong with us. Yeah. Even with the Kia, I trap the milk and the, the bread behind the rear seat, and I, I get the magazines as you're leaving the store. And you're far I, too excited about that. I stuff those in, you know, around the milks because <laughs> I'm taking quarters faster in the Kia than everybody else, and the milk's going to go flying. And you know, if it's anything else, it'll you know make a dent so, from the inside out. Wait. So. Why would you put golf clubs in a car that can corner really hard and they're not strapped down and because, they're just laying there? Because the market segment measures their yes. worth by can I carry golf clubs in my sports car? Otherwise, I don't get a sports Porsche car. Porsche didn't make the 911 longer because you know what? We need to stuff golf clubs in the 911. No. Uh, but it's you missed the point. Anyway, you, I'm sure people put golf clubs in the, in the passenger side of their This is my car. rant. And also the okay. prow looks a little bit like a boat hull. So I'm thinking like, did McLaren make an amphibious car? I need to see it in person before I really criticize it. <laughs> You're on a rant. I, you are. I'm a little hot okay. about the, right. the Good to know. bumper Good to know. height. They said, we're breaking the rules, except that there was a bumper height restriction rule that you had to follow, clearly. It's okay. I like it. I'd love to see it in person, but that's my <laughs> initial thoughts on the Kia McLaren GT. Kia still makes the Forte? Yes, I they know. do. Crazy yes, enough. They do. That is, you that thought is they a, didn't. That is a valid question. We do have it. And here's the thing. We thought about shooting it, and then we both drove it and went, this is fine. <laughs> Let's it's, take it's the It's fine. It's just, it, it's just, it's, it, it's a perfectly acceptable car. Look, there, and honestly, no slights to Kia, because we like a lot of their product, but it's a perfectly acceptable car. If you got it from a rental car agency, you'd be like, this is, this is a good rental car. Mm-hmm. I like this. It's a nice rental car. Yeah. See, but, Devin is actually asking point, here. He's at sa- that point, yeah. He's saying, have I seen the hatch diagram on the 350Z? There's a whole pictograph showing how to get two golf bags in the car. This seems to be the standard. Yeah, Why is it golf? Is it yeah. the biggest thing we can get back there before we go to tires and even bigger things? And is that, well, okay. Is that the cutoff? Got, the 86 was, hey, we can do four tires. Okay. That was the Yeah, discussion. right, right, right. Which, Kind of depends on your tires. Uh, so there's that. But but the, the measurement has always been. Let's be honest. I, I hate to put it this way, and I am huge broad brush here stereotyping. But generally, when you reach the point in life where you have the money to afford the expensive sports yeah, car, yeah. you how do I put this tech, tactfully? You aren't in the shape to do the sports. So <laughs> okay. your sport okay. is right. the golf is golfing because let's be honest. Most of the time, you sit down in golf. 
Yes. And then but, you stand up and you put in. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a. Paul Newman remember, drove remember till he was 80. Golf? Remember speed golf? Yeah. That was the only yes. time golf turned my head. I was like, what are we doing now? We're running with clubs? <laughs> we should do that. It's like polo from a golf cart. Seriously. Love that, it. That, there, there, now that, that's golf. That's <laughs> that the golf we would do. That's, there you go. Yes, uh, Devin. But, I think McLaren pull a Nissan and McLaren. We love you. We love your products. I'm. I'm just wondering that the proportions look a little off. If you look at direct side view, direct profile, the, the wheelbase is a little bit too much. There's too much front overhang. They need to uh, drop the nose a little bit. I do some different things. So okay, it's okay, great. take it and draw it. Well, I, I keep I keep I should, telling you I should. to just take one of these and redraw it. I know. I you know. need to do that. You and then do, do I post it like at McLaren? Like, hey, what about? We don't need to get that obvious, but I mean, we'll post it in plenty of places. <laughs> It'll wind up there anyway, but. For yeah. sure. All right. I say jump into some questions here. We've got a oh, ton. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Four pages later, we have questions. Yeah, yeah. That's really good. <laughs> All right. Uh, I love the words. Didn't know these water. guys did live things. We don't. Welcome. This, this is, is the first. The first. Yeah, yeah, we're glad to have you here. Actually, you know what? Any questions from the audience real quick? Yeah. Anybody at all? I think people Everybody will think of things. Actually, people, hang, people will think on. of things as we rant. Hang on, quick comment about Bruvies, where we're having this. Oh yeah, the reason yeah, nobody yeah. has questions is because most people are eating. That's true. That's you can true. eat and watch thing. a movie. I love this idea. It's great. Yeah, it's beer is happening. And, or, or drinking, drinking. Yes, we are not fun. drinking because we really. Yeah, that's a lot more of that going on. Yeah, so we are not drinking because we're weird enough as it is without the alcohol. So yeah. <laughs> All right, let's throw, scroll down through some uh, questions here and. Uh, See what we can answer. If you I've do got think a compliment of things from the audience, shirt, by yeah. the way, if you do think of things, please, you know, let us know. Uh, we're happy to answer those as well here. So, <laughs> Fiesta ST or Golf GTI? No, I'm not doing mm. it. I want, I want non-car questions. This is a, this is a hundred. Yeah, it is a yeah. hundred. It, it is a hundred. We've got to a few over here that we can start with. Yeah, uh, do it. Blue two forty on Instagram said, "What would Paul and Todd be doing work-wise if they never started the Everyday Driver Empire? What would we be doing? It's an empire. I." Lat- I missed that meeting. I did too. I'm not <laughs> sure where that came from, but what would we be doing? I don't remember that happening. <laughs> like, do you have there, an answer for that? By the way, was there a sign-up sheet? Yeah, I, honestly, yeah. I'd, I'd probably still be in tech. I'd, I'd be yeah, in the tech world, be, and yeah. probably something around the electric car industry. As a matter of fact, there's uh, a lot of growth I've noticed with the charge infrastructure in Salt Lake specifically. I actually looked into this for a little bit and the a couple of the providers, it, it happened when we had the Chevrolet Volt and I'm looking for a place to charge because the the inverter that the car comes with actually says this might kind of put a drain on your house power and it might wear out your plugs. So really consider about installing a 240 volt at your house. I'm thinking, I, I don't want to have this at my house. I don't want to leave it plugged in overnight. What if it burns my house down? I don't want that. So I'm looking for places to charge and interested with the growth of the the entire infrastructure and like i said especially in salt lake city we see it in the coasts we see a lot of growth there but just specifically for salt lake and denver and uh, of course the midwest there's a lot of growth there and so i'd probably gravitate towards that from a tech perspective i i suppose that'd be what i'm doing but maybe i'd go back and and want to be a designer somewhere because Everyday driver, I, I cannot go be a designer. You know, I'm I'm not. Uh, <laughs> hey, we've the Honda's great. I'd rather you know sketch a McLaren or something like that. But I I well, couldn't be in the automotive. We've industry. talked about a lot about the fact that, as weird as it was for you to chase being a designer, mm-hmm, and not wind mm-hmm. up a designer, even though you did for a while, but to not be at one of those car studios right now where you know a lot of people, if you were, you couldn't do the show. 
Absolutely. And, yeah. ma- and maybe yeah. that whole thing would have unfolded differently if, if we didn't do the show. But I've, I've often thought about that. Uh, that's a little bit of a conflict of interest. Just slightly. Just, just a smidge. It's, yeah. mm-hmm. it's slightly. But yeah, I'd, I'd uh, think of that. But uh, Oh, wait. Hang on. Hang on. Shane's here with a non-car question. All right. Shane's coming right. through. Uh, favorite Lord of the Rings character? Oh, and he asked me favorite Star Wars character? Favorites, that, that's much harder. Name some Star Wars characters quick. Yeah. I, I'm uh, waiting. I'm waiting for. I could do uh, Lord of the Rings and Star no, Wars. No, yeah. it's not going to be Jar Jar. <laughs> I know who Jar Jar is. I'm Impressive. not talking about Jar Jar. My son's very proud of you right now. Yeah. What's, uh, what's it? Uh, uh, Boba again. Fett's dad, Django. I know about Django. Wow. I, I know about that's this guy. That's impressive. He's a cool guy. <laughs> You're going with Django it's all, Fett. It's all about. Uh, I, know I about have him. to say, honestly, I never. I read the Lord of the Rings books long before I saw the movie, and then I saw the movie lots. Uh, Honestly, in the books, Legolas was never half as cool as he was in the movies. In the movies, he's awesome. Hmm, And Orlando Bloom comes out of nowhere. He literally came right out of drama school and did that role. And 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 by the third movie, they were just sitting down as a group and going, what cool scene can we give Orlando Bloom? What can Legolas do this time? Can he shoot three arrows at once? I mean, the the (laughs) stuff that goes on... With that character is, I mean, a lot of the characters in, in the in the movie come out similar to the book, but mm-hmm. that one is like a superhero, and he's not in the books. He's cool, but he's not nearly that level in the books. I actually always love that. There's one you can keep going on from the one Uh-oh. Kia, the one Kea, asking okay. you and or Chance, do you have any rants about the death of mechanical focusing lenses for modern mirrorless cameras? That's more of a tech question from a, a shoot perspective. I think that's kind of interesting. Well, I mean, here's the thing. The the show has revolutionized its production based on camera tech. Yeah, it has, Because sure. what we do, and Chance will attest to this, is we stand on the side of the road in an area of concrete about that wide while a car goes by at 90. <laughs> so let's get smaller gear. <laughs> so in that regard, I'm actually thrilled with it. I mean, look, the, the, the big thing when we shoot is there is a quality level that we could get above where we are. But the number of the amount of people and the amount of heavy gear that is much more obnoxious yeah. on the side of the road that complicates the ability to drive the car by quickly. It does. You know? It does. Although we've we've still managed to do so. We've still done it. No, it doesn't really slow us down yeah, in reality. It's actually. just I, fewer things to hit. We actually, honestly, this is weird. We were about two years, maybe three years into shooting the show, so it's been a while ago, and we we instituted a new rule, and it was uh, we're not going to do the thread the needle anymore. Because what we ha- happened a lot of times is we'd have oh, like yes, an S-curve, and on the back of the S-curve, we'd have a camera guy on one side on the line and a camera guy on the center line of the road on the line, and you as the driver coming around the corner right at the edge and realizing, which of my friends am I going to kill? I mean, literally, it just became this really stressful this thing. thought flashes, and then you think, that's yeah. not going to happen, so, and then you concentrate. Yeah. And you so we, uh, we, we instituted a rule that there's no more threading the needle. So somebody on one side of the road is okay, but both sides was not acceptable anymore i think it was the hellcat when that came down actually it was the i I think it was it was the original challenger hellcat i remember driving that threading the needle at one point and going oh yes Yes, i almost died let alone the guys inside of the road i mean it was all bad devin says that Django fett is a bad nightmare from george lucas let's not bring him up i hey i just heard his son talk about him and he's got a full-size costume that he wears and i that's all i know when when i go to their house for dinner All I learn about Star Wars is from his son, and it's who it's cannot awesome. believe that Uncle Paul doesn't know all about Star Wars. It's I like know the greatest thing in his world. He's I like, still wait, think wait, the, I can tell you stuff. I still think the best part is when the Angry Birds Star Wars characters came out, yes. and your son thought that Star Wars was modeled on the soft foam heads of the Angry Birds, and it, well, here's, thought that here's, was the origin of Star here Wars. Here was that, my good parenting fail. Here was my parenting fail. <laughs> uh, you know, now kids. 
you know, just this side of a fetus can work your iPhone. So my son, obviously, before he could talk, could work the iPhone. And, of course, at that point, we had Angry Birds Star Wars because Angry Birds is funny for kids, and I like Star Wars. So that happened. Okay. So, of course, it's all got right. all the music, and it's got all the characters and that kind of thing. So he was in, ingrained with that before he saw the movie. And the first time he saw the movie, he was like, Dad. It's like the Angry Birds game. I was like, no, I'm sorry. It's the other way. But I, that was entirely my fault. So we've tried to solve that since then. Now we're into James Bond, which is a whole other thing. Bond is awesome. Yeah. Love Bond. All right. Favorite lawn-cutting beer. Christopher Fenley. What? Huh. Is this a category? It, it is, actually. Lawn-cutting beer? There's actual golf beer, too. There's golf cigars and golf beer. That You're just you, on a golf rant. Yeah, I, don't I don't know get why. It. Well, don't it, get it. It, you probably thought of that when okay. I was talking uh, McLaren Golf. And... Uh, Actually, there's a, a, a brewery in Fort Collins. It's Odell's Brewery. I actually grew up with that family, and so they've turned it into an empire now. And there was Fat Tire and the, the whole deal. So I, I you know, kind of knew the family, so I, I have a soft spot for them and, and their products, and they're, they're great. All right, we just run, ran into this one. Favorite Bond film? Oh, man, favorite Bond film. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd say uh, some of the the latest ones. I appreciate the Timothy Dalton era, but mm. some some of the latest ones, I'm I'm really I like because they went more. Well, realistic's the wrong word, but <laughs> you really still have to word. suspend your disbelief Big a little time. bit. But I, I still I, I like what um, you know what's going on now. It's a little bit. Uh, you like the Daniel Craig era? Realistic. Darker, a little bit more. They're very action. They're desperately trying very to do action, the Jason yeah. Bourne movies. Let's be honest. I mean, Jason Bourne comes out and goes, "This is what an action spy movie is." If James Bond went, huh? You know, let's think about that for a anything minute. in Chrome with fire trucks, power tools, and explosions and that's, machine guns. Then, yeah. you know, you've made the movie for me. That's so. true. That's true. Uh, actually, I because I'm watching them with my son now. I'm thinking about this more. Even though this is going to sound weird, even though. Roger Moore is probably my least favorite Bond. He's the one I grew up with. Oh, sure. And sure, sure. I feel like the storylines of the Roger Moore era are the most iconic Bond stories as far as having the absurdity. Mm-hmm. And we just watched, it's one of my top two. They're both Roger Moore. Uh, Spy Who Loved Me is the classic Bond film mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. He, he opens with the parachute off the cliff. The villain actually lives in an underground water layer. <laughs> we have the okay, Lotus Esprit okay. underwater. Okay, okay. I mean, it just checks every major James Bond box. And then in um, in some of the earlier ones, and also in uh, For Your Eyes Only, which I really like, uh, that one actually has Blofeld, who is the uh, inspiration for Austin Powers' Doctor Evil. Oh, sure, sure. I so can that, see that when I, when I think James Bond, all the boxes that get checked in the Roger Moore movies. It's all of that kind of stuff. And he played off the absurd, ridiculous jokes better than anybody, even though there's been other guys in the role that I liked better. I can see that. Anyway. James Lang, we can see you. He's, uh, he, we've got him on his laptop down under. He's on Australia. Cool. Thanks for writing in. Uh, what's our favorite dish to eat at a restaurant from Joe B? And Todd, what inspired you to get into the film industry? Favorite dish? I love Italian food, but I love Thai. How I love many Chinese, questions are so. uh, okay? You know, hey, we're talking golf and food and everything non-cars right now. Okay. But what inspired you to get into the film industry? Uh, well, I, I was going to, I was in high school and I was obsessed with film, and it was one of those things where I didn't realize it could be something you did for a living. Mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. I really like movies. Yeah. And uh, I was thinking when I went into college, I was thinking what I wanted to do. I, the world comes full circle, was be a DJ, be on the radio. No kidding. And I got on the local college radio right away at at Baylor where I went to school and quickly realized, wow, this gets boring fast. (laughs) So I had to do something else. Luckily, I was in the film department already. And I just, I started writing stories as a sixth or seventh grader, like 
novella kind of stuff, like 60, 70 page stuff. And I was never a very good student. And my dad tells the story to this day where he's like, where did that come from? Mm-hmm. Because I wasn't a great student. And now I'd sit in my room and write 70 pages worth of whatever story. So once I realized that that could be a movie, I started chasing that. And then I found out all of the, watch me get cynical, all of the great stuff about Hollywood. And now I'm actually glad to not do that for a living. I'm glad to do this for a living. But, uh, <laughs> but I just still, I am obsessed and I love story. I love telling stories. Um, Somebody asked, actually, I've got the question here. It's not, uh, anyway, Thomas actually asked about my novel. Hi, oh, yeah, thanks for being here so I can tell you about my novel. <laughs> yeah, yes. right? That's, that that's what, you're all, that's what you're all here for. <laughs> no, actually, somebody asked, because uh, I've mentioned it on like <clears throat> every hundred podcast. I think I've mentioned it. Do you? it does happen. Well, the yeah, problem still is, working on this, this is a reality of, of the life that we have. I love what we do. But I am also simultaneously trying to be a halfway decent husband and father. So there's, there's not a lot oh, of time. Oh, there's that. Yeah, there's with not the a time. Lot of time. Um, I, I actually, I love to write, and there's very little time to write. And that's the problem. Because let's be honest, anything I'm writing doesn't have a deadline. And the next season's coming, so somebody better edit that. So that, that's part of the problem. But actually, truthfully, I was very, very close to the end. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we had our stuff stolen. Oh yeah, we we yeah. keep actually going through this. The, the blue G-Shock watch oh, that's that right. I had, that's gone too. Yeah. That's gone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The sweatshirt, I think. You know. Oh yeah, where'd that sweatshirt? Oh, that got stolen. We we keep running into that. Fortunately, we're past the the data recovery point at this at this stage. But yeah, all of us keep you know realizing both. So, uh, so luckily, chance and you thankfully, and I. I had re- I had done an archive to Google Drive of the novel. Okay. It was a little ways back, not much, but a little ways back. But obviously that was disconcerting for, oh, crap, I lost it. And then I found it again. Then I tried to download it, and it corrupted. Yeah. Which was a good day. I was very, <laughs> I was very happy about that day. Uh, so then I have actually, over every time I have revisited the novel in the last couple of months, it has been to solve that problem. The problem is now solved. So honestly, this week I have been just going, when can I get the time? Because I know the scenes that are next. Eventually... There'll be a novel, and some of you might want to read it, and then you can tell me that I'm terrible, which is fine. I'm okay with that, <laughs> but I will finish it, I swear. All right, so we do have uh, – there's a question about how many people are in the audience, and I'd say close to 30 right now, which is awesome. Thanks mm-hmm. to all it's of you guys amazing. for coming out. Very cool. And really if cool. the Thank feed you. is buffering a little bit, we are recording this on our end as well, so there will be no delays in, in the feed. And there's one question for you, Chance, that you can think about from somebody asking, what is the best way to get into classic cars? So think about that for the moment, and we'll take that question from you in just a little bit. And uh, we'll keep going here. Uh, oh, do you know Chip and Joanna? You know, you're from oh, Baylor. No. Are you doing this, do you, know, do you know Chip and Joanna? You, you must. You I went know. to Baylor. Yeah. Uh, well, here's the thing. When I went to Baylor, they didn't exist yet. I mean, they existed, <laughs> but they weren't a thing, you know. So then they decided to do whatever. What is their show called? I, Something. It's the house flipping show. <laughs> yeah. What's crazy is the last time I went to Baylor, my wife's from Dallas. We went to Dallas, and we went down to, to Baylor to see people we knew. And I've got professors there that are still real friends. And we're driving down, and we're halfway between Dallas and Waco. And there they are on a billboard mm. as the reason to come to Waco. And I thought, Really? But they've made a whole thing. No, I don't know them. They were a couple of years <laughs> behind me. Uh, I, I, they have, but talk about an empire. We have no, no empire. Yeah, they have an yeah, empire. yeah. Back to the empire. Good, good for them. Yeah, question for sure. Here. All right, uh, we've got questions here. Of all the things that got stolen, this from Handsome Alex twenty five. What are some of the projects that we're working on that are now off the table? Watches whiskey and design. <laughs> no, that actually never launched. Even though I have uh, said, I, I still think you should do. I've it. secretly yeah. got an Instagram page that I've reserved just just in case, and now I own the URLs. Looking, and yeah. I'm sure you're looking on Instagram. Yeah. But 
I'm I'm still <laughs> I'm I'm still mulling that with what time I don't know. Uh, actually, Nate Kuhn, who does Cycle Report for us now, Nate, uh, I think you're listening as well and writing questions. Uh, he he actually found a watches, wheels, and whiskey event put on by a jeweler uh, somewhere in the Midwest, and so uh, we were talking about that this morning, but. You know, I still I still may do it, especially with uh, teasing from this guy and, and the, the continued shirts. I, I think it still could be fun. I've got a bit of encouragement here. B.B.Y. <laughs> oh, yeah. says that, don't worry, he's sure that my novel will be done before the next Game of Thrones novel comes out. You're probably sure. right. You're probably sure. right. I mean, George R.R. R. Martin at least has got, like, a publisher waiting. <laughs> if I had a publisher waiting, I'd get some stuff done. I mean, there's, there's some payment happening. Anyway, it doesn't matter. All right. Uh, Barbara Peterson, what's your can't-miss place or attraction in the Salt Lake City or Park City area? I mean, you know, both of us are skiers and mountain bikers, and so I think we'd be on the mountain at any point in time or, you know, probably mountain biking, but uh, that's mine at the least. Down, uh, downhill skateboarding uh, is one of those things I look at and go, cool, not for me. <laughs> Granted, I mean, that, that's what people say about rock climbing, so it's all relative. Yeah, that question was from Dr. Duck on uh, on Anybody here, here with a question? Yeah, question so far. You all are quiet. All I mean, right. I'm glad you're here, but you're quiet. <laughs> they they amazing, might be going yeah. to sleep. We're, we're probably putting you to sleep. That's that's all right. All right, Uh Mandy actually is in the audience and asking <laughs> if if we are Mandy, an empire. You could ask. You could ask she could out loud. Speak but up it, and ask. That doesn't matter. Okay. She's on her phone asking who is Vader and who is Palpatine. You're lost already, aren't I, you? What are we talking about? Do you know the Emperor in Star Wars? No. Walk walk this way with me. It's going to be okay. okay. The Emperor in Star Wars, the guy in the cloak with the raspy voice. Did he have a sword? The Jedi. He talks about the Jedi a lot. Okay, vaguely. Yes. Yeah, he's the bad guy. He's the like the real bad guy, like the guy above Vader. Is this close to G.I. Joe? It's not. It oh. really isn't. There's none of that in it. All right. Yeah. So she's asking who's Vader and who's Palpatine. I, I don't have know. no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? the team. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I'd probably end up as Palpatine, which is not a good look for me. Yeah, anyway. Uh, Griffin asking, asking shout out to Adam at Sotomoto. How did we like driving the Suzuki Cappuccino? It was uh, after we unfolded all of our limbs and actually got back out of the car. And Cappuccino uh, was easy by comparison. Well, the cappuccino, yeah. I think the AZ1 we, was this. We, we had to car. both go to the chiropractor yeah. when we got back home, and then it was everything was okay again. So, yeah, it, it, it was fine. Uh, Dustin said, how do you get into rock climbing? Actually, now it's dead easy. Honestly, go to your local rock gym. <laughs> now, the, the big difference is, look, when you go to your local rock climbing gym, it's obvious there are the holds to follow, follow the orange line, whatever it is. So that's really obvious. But you can get the movement down. The movement is probably different than you realize. There's a lot more lower body in rock climbing than most people realize. Side note, most women are better beginning rock climbers than guys. Hmm. Because okay. a woman will walk – it's the craziest thing. A woman will walk up to a wall and climb it and not think – I have great big arms and I'm going to muscle my way up. They just oh, sure. figure out Where guys the dynamics. And I'll just pull myself yes. up the mountain. Yes. Yeah. So you get guys that aren't even strong guys that are like, I'll just, I'll, I'll be great. And then they burn themselves out in three moves. And a woman tackles it like a gymnast and is typically awesome at it. So, but go to your local rock gym, do that for a while. Then the big shift is actually to outdoor because the difference is you walk up to an outdoor wall and nothing's marked. And you go, huh. Yeah, so go with somebody yeah, that knows. Right. But if you're at your local rock gym, you can find people that are actually going out that have gear that will be willing to take you. So do that as well. Arnold said this is darker than a Game of Thrones episode. Yes, I'm sure. that <laughs> We're yeah, not sorry. getting a lot of light here. But uh, there's a question from Isaac Redinger asking uh, about F1. He's going to his first F1 race next month in Canada. That must be Montreal. Either of us ha- have any of us been to one any tips yes i took myself to the 2014 monaco grand prix because i wanted to check it off my hotel room in monaco was 813 euros per night and i 
really and it wasn't a nice one choked it was like motel six but slightly larger it was clean but it was nice but it was clean but it was you know kind of yeah is it wait 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 is there a wouldn't it be awesome if there was a motel six in monaco because you know they post awesome. the prices outside Actually, i'd love to see what that would best be. westerns in yeah. germany are like the thing you stay at a best western it's like oh moving up in the world are you <laughs> pretty good way to go Yes, uh, tips for watching F1. You'll probably buy a ticket to the race, which means you'll be in a grandstand, and of course you're going to want to see you know, a, a, a good amount of the track, but uh, you know, there's always people to meet, and uh, just wandering around, too, is a lot of fun. Hopefully your ticket includes paddock access, too, so you can get back there, and sometimes you'll see the drivers running past, or they're on their scooters cruising around the, t- the track. I actually saw an Instagram post from Daniel Ricardo today. He was actually cruising the Monaco track, weaving in and out of traffic, just getting a feel for the upcoming uh, Monaco race uh, on Memorial Day. So, uh, Have we ever driven a car that we felt had too much power to be fun? It's fun. It just has a shelf life. Mm. We're just like, I can't use this anymore. Zachary Levine, Paul, is there a movie that I love that Todd cannot oh. understand why I love it? I... Well, I love the game from a long time ago. That's was, a good movie, uh, though. You it was Michael Douglas and... David Fincher. Um, I'm forgetting... Uh, Sean Penn. Sean Penn. Thank yep. you. Thank yep. you. Both of them were in it. And it was so surprising, so mm-hmm. unexpected. Yep. I really like that. That's that's actually the, the movie genre that I like. It doesn't freak me out and, and scared kind of movie, but the, the ending is so unexpected. That's what I love. Okay. We're often asked how we find the cars that we recommend to all of you listening Whether it's local or nationwide, our searches start with Auto Tempest. Instead of searching each car shopping site separately, you can enter all your parameters for the car you're looking for into Auto Tempest one time, and then you can search for them all at once. See results from Cars.com, CarsDirect, eBay, and more, or you can jump to AutoTrader or CarGurus without entering anything new. Same parameters, new site. You can even search all of Craigslist. Think about how hard it is to search Craigslist nationwide, one at a time, Autotempest.com has got you covered there all at once. Autotempest can help you find your next new or used car, whether there's a dozen in your neighborhood or two in the country. Plus, the people at Autotempest listen to this podcast, and they're always refining the site for more features. They've got research tools, buyer and seller guides, and they're listening to what their users need. So if you're doing your own drive homework, you're chasing your dream car, or just looking to feed the disease, as we are all the time, Autotempest.com is your place to start. We've all got a to-do list. Drop off the dry cleaning, pick up some milk. I've got an idea. Let's add save hundreds of dollars on your car insurance to that list. And the good thing is you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. All you have to do is go to geico.com and in 15 minutes, yes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Having extra money in your pocket might be the most rewarding thing you do today. Anything from the audience? Come on, guys. The next car you guys are going to feature on your next... uh... What, do do? what feature film you mean? Like the big thing? Uh, well, I mean, we're in the middle of uh, season five shooting right now. We're four, four, four of five episodes, four of six, four of six episodes. Four of six coming yeah. in. Yes. yes so done. we are trying. Actually, here's a twist. We're trying to see if we can, and this is really early to say this, but we're trying to see if we can figure out a way to get the Supra into season five. We were enjoyed being at the launch. We're going to tr- see if we can put a Comparo together on that. That is pending based on the fact that everybody on the planet wants that car for a bigger shoot now. So that's happening. Uh, but the next thing we're doing is a week from now, two weeks from now, back in L.A., new Mazda 3 and Mercedes A-Class. A220. Do yeah. you realize yeah, yeah. that the wheelbase is a tenth of a millimeter apart? Mazda and Mercedes built the same car. They're $10,000 in price difference. 
we're going to investigate. Yeah, that's going to be great. That'll be a good LA issue. I'm not going to say, we're going to find out why, because that's what every auto journalist says. And we're here to find out why. <laughs> yes. Tell me why. Uh, oh, sorry. I, did, I didn't mean to start a super thing. The questions have just been flooded with super things. We're not gonna, we already did that. We're not going back. We're not going back. I swear. I, I love how there's, there's yeah. way there's, there's a questions. Cr- we've taken a turn. No, yeah. there was, there's been questions about East Coast meetup that I saw mm-hmm. just go by and where in the U.S. would we like to shoot? There's actually a lot of places. We do want to shoot more on the East Coast. I, I mean, mountainous areas, yes, but we do like roads that have, you know, twists and turns in them. Tale of the Dragons up there, but I keep hearing about uh, the Blue Ridge Parkway, how slow the speed limit is. Yes. And, you know, we want to go fast and, you know, actually come away with a good shoot, but, you know, we do want to experience this as well, and there's a lot of good Midwest, East Coast driving that we need to do, so. Uh, Chance, uh, Duster or Barracuda? Barracuda. Barracuda, says Chance. Okay, all right, good, good, good. All right. You can't hear Chance because Chance isn't on the microphone, but he's right. He's right. You can't yeah. see him. He's right he's there. He's right there. And Dustin anyway, McClellan yeah. says, Tale of the Dragon is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You've got to get started in, in uh, yeah, in classic cars. You definitely have an answer for that. <laughs> All for right. Sure. All right. Yeah. Top Gear did Blue Ridge Parkway and laughed at the speed limit, Dustin. Yes, they, yeah, they did. did. They did That's sure. why I'm concerned about going and doing it and, and coming away with these super high expectations and being disappointed, which is no good. Jump in here, Chance. Do the, do the classic car question. Yeah. Hey, guys. So my wife's answer to the question about getting classic cars is don't. <laughs> they they are a money pit and there's always something going on with them. But no, seriously, uh, I got into them very young. My aunt, when I was about two years old, had a '65 Mustang, and my dad and grandpa would work on it for her, and I'd sit there and play in the driver's seat, act like I'm driving. And then uh, growing up, my dad always had you know he'd work on the cars in the neighborhood and. Uh, we had our neighbor had a 69 Corvette for a little while, and we had that in our garage. Um, then uh, we would just go to car shows all the time. Just, just That's where all the old cars were. You, you had, I mean, it's mostly hot rods and muscle cars. And, uh, yeah, that's that's probably the, the best way to just go and see them. But uh, as far as getting into them, that's a really difficult question because we're all different. And, and uh, but the cool thing about classic cars is you can go anywhere with them, just like modern cars. You got your Italian classics, Japanese, American. They're all so very, very different in the way they drive and the way their their personalities and characteristics are. Yeah, I was expecting Mustang <laughs> at any point. Well done. All yeah. right, uh, question from Ace Sound: Are we now beginning to acquire some? TV star weight with manufacturers and others in the industry. I, I don't think it's that at all. I no. think it's just reach, honestly. I think that the more that you guys watching and mm-hmm. listening proliferate the show and tell people about, hey, you know, it, it's it's like a car community, and that's what the Discord page is designed to do. It's when yeah, we're yeah. not there and the car debate continues, that is the entire point. And we've had you know people write to us, so thank you guys. They have told people about the show, and other folks have said, oh, you know, I'll check it out. That, that sounds cool. And that's how things, you know, are, are proliferated that way. And so, you know, we keep writing to the manufacturers and they keep watching our stuff as well. And, and I, I think it's been a long time relationship time. with the manufacturers. Yeah. Yeah. And we have not, uh, I think we've changed over the years. You've probably seen that. But when we're saying particular things about cars on cameras, we're not holding back necessarily, but we're not out to just snipe them and, you know, say, here's why all this is terrible. That, that's not the point either. I love cars. I love looking at cars. I, I, I love cars. Well, the but, end. But it doesn't, here's the thing. It doesn't matter how nice we are to a car 
somebody that already loves that car believes we just hated on it. True. And meanwhile, it doesn't True. matter how many things yeah. we say bad about a car, somebody that believes it's far worse than that comes up with, you guys got paid, which is my favorite critique ever. <laughs> they paid you to say nice things. I will Please. take the money. Yes, where is that check? And I will continue to say the same <laughs> thing, but you. that'd yes. be nice. Yeah. No, that doesn't really happen, no. All right, so uh, also, Zachary, this is for the chat. Any tips for cross-country drives? He's driving from Arizona to Florida in a few weeks. Any tips appreciated? Uh, we will <laughs> definitely keep that in mind. It's a boring drive, uh, I mean, Texas is... Um, well, that's the straight thing. and half flat that and hot. Dri- half that drive is Texas. Yeah, that's Texas what is I was the fearing. state where you enter the state. You know, it always says the they like to brag. It says eight hundred and thirty-five <laughs> miles to the other end of Texas. That's that's just something you're going to be in there for a long time. The I ten is awful. I've done it many times. It's just awful. <laughs> it, honestly, if you really wanted to do it right, you, this is this is stupid. But if you wanted to do it right, you'd go north to like <laughs> seventy and go across I seventy and then come back down. Track Crusher Daily, Savage Geese, Matt Fair, or Jacob and Yuri? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I love Matt, that you answered that. Talk about a room full of rakes. Well, anyway, yeah. uh, we consider all those guys our friends. We actually got to hang out with Matt and uh, Mark from Savage Geese and Dave from uh, the, that, that Dude, Dude in Blue. Blue. Yeah. We, we got to hang out with all these guys. Jason and Finsky, the, the super thing was nuts. We happened to be absolutely. on the How You Make Videos on YouTube wave. Yes, and right. so right, if right. you haven't heard it yet, Matt Fair did the world's least you think this is an unorganized podcast <laughs> no he did the world's least organized podcast ever he literally got his recorder and walked around the hotel well, bar he, he went to his room yeah. got the recorder and everybody's in the bar yeah, yeah, yeah. and he just came back and it was already recording we didn't we thought okay we're we're gonna do this right it was already no, recording you and, and i just, thought it was gonna have structure yeah exactly and matt walks we're, in with a recorder and talked to whoever yeah. and then he just you know he put it on the lazy susan and we started to spin it but then it fell over and and that wasn't good yeah. all right so to answer that question they're all of our friends, and it's it was really cool to get to know these guys because none of the YouTubers or other channels really get a chance to interact. It's it's the same kind of thing. When you were at college, you probably didn't talk to too many people outside your major. It, you probably were just yeah, kind of okay. in that track. Same kind of thing. I thought it was really great, and we got to... It was just this level playing field, and I really enjoy just you know hanging out, getting different perspectives. We ended up sitting at the dinner table with uh, with David and Matt mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah, yeah. Kevin Hunter from Calty, uh, another guy from Toyota, and another journalist. And it was just it was just cool, you know. We we're just talking it was about a good whatever. event. It was a very good event, yeah, for sure. Uh, let's see. Uh- <laughs> Track Daily Crush. You've listened. Room full of rakes, proclivities, or cheap phaetons. <laughs> I'm crushing cheap phaetons right now. Okay. I'm All right. crushing yeah, of course it, baby. You are. There was a brief moment, probably two months ago now, when somebody pointed out a, a I think it was a $1,500 phaeton to us. And I know Paul and really, really tried to talk him into it, that he really, really tried to talk me out of it. Yeah, as you can see, we don't have a Phaeton on the show, so you know where that went. Because yeah. honestly, eventually I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's even more of a money pit than I can handle, even at 1500 But yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, somebody asked, what watch is this? It is a Bell & Ross oh, no, BR-02 really? from about 10 years ago, well, if you can believe show it. show it to the camera. All right. So here there it is. There you go. All yeah, right. Okay. Can you see it? Hopefully. Uh, yes, it was their diving watch, which I really like. But now they're back to the entirely square or the vintage look. But I, I'm still a big fan of Bell & Ross. So. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Yeah. Do you have any tattoos? Uh, no. No tattoos. It's, it's shocking. Actually, here to answer your question better, the question was, do we have any tattoos? We don't. The the crazy thing is, honestly, we have far few too, few tattoos or facial hair to actually be on Velocity and Motor Trend. I'm not sure why we were allowed on because yeah, we don't right. have either of the above. Right. Yeah. 
<laughs> I have my strange. weird hair, but it doesn't really count. I'm supposed to have a really weird beard and all tats. <laughs> you should and be. I, I don't. Yeah. You should be. All right. I well, am, we, I am we working on being the fat one. I, I just thought, you know, as a side note, I should just work to be the fat one. It could be like the bald guy and the fat one, you know, instead of the crazy hair. Anyway, yeah. You still get that. You, you should have seen the YouTube comments on the super piece. It was like, really? You just found us, huh? F- fantastic. That's Thanks, fine. Thanks that for happens. that shot. Yeah. That was awesome. Okay. <laughs> Where's the 928 winter car, Paul? I know uh, it's summertime, but we're yeah, asking that anyway. Whole yeah, money part of the equation. Yeah, I, I'm not sure where the money's coming from, but I, I still, I maintain winter rally. Awesome. We're rallying again. Nobody's done it. All right. Uh, another question. Where's the strangest or most awkward place that someone has recognized you from the show? Oh, good question. Where I, is the strangest or most awkward place yeah, someone reading. has has uh, recognized us from the show? I was in... Uh, we were shooting at uh, Carmel area. We had just gotten done with a day at Laguna Seca. Okay. Okay. And we're at whatever that, what, I forget what that restaurant is there that we went to. But uh, I, I went to the bathroom, and I walked out of the bathroom, and there was a guy standing right outside the bathroom. And to his credit, to his credit, he at least said, I didn't want to mention it in there. <laughs> but, I, but that was like his opening line. I was, I was like, <laughs> like, what? I'm sorry. What are we You're talking not, about? He's like, I really like your show. It's like, oh, okay, this is the conversation we're having. Because for a second there, I wasn't sure. Anyway, but, but, that, but at least he didn't ask in the bathroom. But that was very odd that he just kind of – and he was – by the way, he was probably six inches and 100 pounds on me. He was a huge guy. So I walked out was like, yes. So that was a little <laughs> odd. And then there was the time that we – and this is not that awkward, but it was just funny. Uh, I have, I've told this story before. There was the, one of the first times that Chance went to L.A. with us. He said, do you guys ever get recognized? And we were like, yeah, it happens every now and then. It happened five times on that trip. So by the time <laughs> we got back... He was rolling his eyes by the time we got back to the airport. Yeah. Chance was like, can we just get on the plane and get back to Utah? This is ridiculous. Yeah. Ooh, uh, question here. Oh, Chance has got Oh, oh yes. Okay, you please. To jump back in with a comment here. Yeah, I just had one. Uh, it's happened recently. We were driving through L.A. with the Veloster N. Do you guys remember this? Oh, yeah. Oh, we're yeah. sitting there on the 405 in traffic. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, And uh, yes. this guy's, like, looking and keeps looking over. Like, oh, maybe he recognizes the Veloster N. You know, new car. No one's seen him yet, really. And he rolls down his window. Hey, I know you guys on YouTube. And we're like, hey, bye. <laughs> well, well, we thought it was the yeah. car to begin with. We thought he had recognized the car, but he had actually recognized us. It was uh, a trio of cars headed back to the airport, and we were stuck in traffic. And, you know, we thought, oh, you recognize this cool Veloster N. Yeah, and, yeah. and he kept like, boop a hey, guys. And we're like, eh, what? Oh, oh, yeah, cool. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, it was so we, we didn't get your name, whoever that was. If you're listening or watching, please send us an email. And uh, that was awesome. Well, but Thank the, you. the joke we made at the time was, for a second there, we just thought that if you sit in L.A. traffic doing this, Every day. Do you just know everybody around you? Because everybody's it, commuting at this it, time of day. You just, yeah, it's exactly. your little community. Yeah, for sure. All right, Chris Mag 100 asked me if I replaced my Cayman's tires yet from the Goodyear Eagles. Yes, inexplicably, the Cayman GTS came with Goodyear Eagle F1s, yeah. and I have replaced them with Michelin PS4s. They're really great. They're, they're as expected. We've been on Michelin's a lot, and they're as expected. They were brilliant, and I had them just in time for our first Utah meetup, and that was back in October of last year. I had just gotten the tires, took them straight to the track, and ground some meat right off of them, and, and they were great. They're brilliant. Really, really love that. So that was the break-in period for those, and they're still on, and they're doing great. Paul, what did you seal your garage floor with? I just decided ah, to go for the most random yeah. question I could see. That's pretty out there. Excellent. Yes, I, I, I did. For, the, the, the for those of you that have floor. not seen it, honestly, Paul's garage defies all logic and reason. Okay, the yes, the yes, there's a pile of weird stuff in the corner, but most of it is just like, and he's like, this garage floor is dirty. I'm like, where? I also got a question from Bill White. Have I bought a grill for my new porch? 
gas or charcoal. Yeah, that's on the list you should, too. Yeah, that that's my M two porch yes, deck. That, it is yes. right there. The garage floor, yes, is painted, and I wanted it sealed because the best part is living in Salt Lake City in the winter when you park in the garage everything drips off your car and it's a mess and what i can do is i can just power wash it right out and it's sparkling clean so i, I have got a broom. i got the full diamond yeah. cut and Ugh. then they do two coats of epoxy and then they sprinkle the you, stuff on you, it and then they look, clear you asked okay hey. you asked anyway, <laughs> it was worth yeah. it. it was expensive i know it was expensive yeah, but was you know it's totally worth it because the cars look really great and then you can walk out in your sock feet it's great Things I've never worried about. I, I, do you walk in, out into the garage in your sock feet? Yes, I do. And it's clean and your socks aren't dirty. You can uh, walk right, back whatever. in on the Any, carpet. Any, anybody else want to like, ground us in reality? Anybody have a question <laughs> here in the audience? <laughs> yes, sir. Advice on securing a decent rental car in Europe. Uh, luckily, you can typically book them from here pretty well. Uh, most of them have got, I know that Sixth over there has got a pretty wide range. Um, and then we, I've told this, the joke before about what happened at Avis, I think it was last time we went to pilgrimage, where they had the whole line of like their extra cars that are out there. So you're going to have to dig in that extra layer to find, do they have that stuff? But if you're doing, uh, the German airports seem to have quite a bit. I can't speak to other locations, but I know on purpose because of the Autobahn and that kind of stuff, they actually have some heavy-duty stuff generally at the German airports. Yes, and by the way, it is a law in Germany. If you go even through April that they must have winter tires, I know this because when I rented a Seat, uh, before we actually went to the ring officially as the show, I rented a Seat on a business trip, and it was still on winter tires when I drove from Berlin down to the ring, five-hour drive, and... Took it on the track just briefly. Of course you did. On winter tires. And it was gnarly. And then I returned the car and they didn't know. So it was awesome. But yes, it's actually a law. So depending on the time of year that you go, they'll actually be still on winter tires, which is pretty cool. Other questions? All right. Everybody, not everybody at once. All right. Good to know. (laughs) All right. Oh, more Man, there are so many good East Coast. We we practically need to like park ourselves on the East Coast for six months to do all I the know. ideas that are coming through. It's nuts. This this is great. Jeff Donsbach on Facebook asks if we will have any guest debaters on the podcast again. Maybe other YouTube friends or personalities. Yes, as a matter of fact, I am trying to schedule the uh, Summit County Sheriff friend of ours to come tell us about best tips when you are pulled over. And I think <coughs> this is actually... Chance was pulled over. Yeah, Chance just got a speeding ticket this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. yeah, A little late for Chance there, but anyway, yeah. (laughs) No, I think this is something that that can apply to anybody. And so I'm working on him to get him on the show. But whenever we do have somebody on the show, it's less of an interview. And there are plenty of automotive-themed podcasts that just interview you about how you got started in the biz. I don't want to hear that. I want you to debate a car for somebody from the audience. <laughs> I want you to bring your knowledge and help us debate for somebody else. That's what I'm looking for. Well, and we've had so that is the that is the point. When yeah, we have we've had on. guests on that they get on and they're like, "Wait, wait, I need to be a part of the car debate." It's like that is in the title. That is kind of one of the things we're going to cover. Yeah. <laughs> All right, looking for more questions here. Oh no! Oh, there's um, there's super questions on Facebook too. All right, go. Uh oh. <laughs> The question from Mike in the audience is the two-bucket method, which is uh, specifically to car washing, mm-hmm. and it is designed to keep your rag clean or your, or your wash clean is, is the entire point of the two-bucket method and why it was invented. But you know, there's in, in the bottom of the Griot's wash bucket is a grate, and so I actually <laughs> use the single bucket because 
the Griot's family has invented this, this mesh grate that keeps your rag off the bottom of the surface of the wash bucket and therefore all the grit can drizzle down to the bottom and actually keep your car clean. So you're not putting dirty, soapy, you know, gritty yes. water back on your car. But somebody, look, somebody's also brought up the three-bucket three method. Three-bucket method. Go. So you talking about, yes. your, by the way, your car is being pristine, and now you've just mentioned one bucket. You're going to get letters. I am getting, you're gonna get I'm letters. already getting hate. Yeah. It's awesome. Yes. That, that's probably, I, I could. Yeah. You, the, I could. Uh, here's, the, here's the crazy thing. Yes, Grios is one of our sponsors, and we love them, and they, they've been very good to us. But the, the madness here, Mike, is the... The line of Griot's products that has been in Paul's garage as long as I have known him, long before the show even existed. So when we had a conversation about car care products, years? it was pretty much like, Something all right, like well, we're going to have to go with them because otherwise, I don't know what's happening here. No, we, our, my conversation with them is it's you guys or nobody because we're already customers and I, I just want to talk about them. And, and it came from an organic place. It, it didn't just, hey, we chose them or we ran into them somehow. I was a customer for 20 years. I started ordering products in 98, and I told them, you can look me up in your computer. I've been on there for that long. So it's you guys or nobody, and that's where the passion so there's comes a little, from. There's a little bit of obsession going on. There is, Grios. but, just, you know, they've let like us drive some cool yeah. cars, so thanks yeah. to them. Anyway, yeah. Anything else, guys? Yes, sir. So for mountain biking, what are your favorite trails, and do you like downhill or not the trail that I <clears throat> separate, you know, AC grade separation on. I, hey, I didn't like that trail very we much. We need to do Wasatch Crest again. That was Wasatch Crest. Both of us Crest. come away without being flung off the bike. Yeah. We, we have to we go. We have to get back on helmets. the horse, if you know what I mean. We yeah, need probably. full-face helmets is what probably. we need now. Uh, I actually, I, we, I've been downhilling before at Deer Valley, and it's awesome, except for the fact that I realize that I'm not really prepared for that. I, I get up there, and I realize that I'm not nearly half as hardcore as I thought I was, because everybody around me is in full body armor with a better bike than me. So I like it, but I actually enjoy uh, the, I enjoy the half and half. I enjoy, okay, a half of this I want to actually work for it, and the other half I, I'd like to go fast. Uh, I'm starting to take my son mountain biking. The, the slightest grade on the planet is punishing to him, and he doesn't understand why it's not over. I'm like, you keep saying I want to go ride with you, Dad. We've got we to go up to go down. The worst is when he and I go on a trail, and unfortunately, it's down first and then up. It's just going to be a complaint. Mm. This is, it sounds like a super question. It is not a super question. Okay. It has super in the, in the wording here. Wow, so all right. Brace yourself. From Chris Barra <laughs> says, he felt like the super reviews everywhere were generally overly positive. Do we feel any pressure to not negatively review a car in order to keep being invited back to press events? I don't think we feel pressure necessarily because we were, we've always built the show on a place of honesty and you know, we're not saying don't drive this car. You're going to die in a ball of flame. That's not what we're saying. We, I think we give it a fair critique, Smart car? No, but it's, sorry. but it's, it's positioned in where the, the manufacturer wants it to be. And, and many people have said the, you know, the super is no good without a manual. Well, we, we have to position it in the, in the fact that Toyota makes Camrys. They want to sell cars to a lot of people. Whereas if Lotus came out with an automatic, yeah. that would be reason for question. The, the IPS and the Evora well, is, is fine. I mean, if, fine. if they had automatic everywhere, yeah. you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? If they, and, if they had a car that was only offered that way, there'd be a lot of questions. Which, of course, I'm sure their CUV will be automatic. Well, we'll yeah, see where that hopefully goes. not. Macon fighter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's coming. Uh, let's see. <laughs> We're actually a question not even for us from Shane. Shane is now asking questions through the live stream to other people in the live stream. It's get, it's getting nuts, people. Anything else? Uh, hopefully, folks are still on the live stream here. Oh gosh, they're, it's, it's oh, yeah. continuing to stack. And we can't. We got to stop mentioning Supra because then it just floods mm, itself with Supra yes. questions. Yeah. Yes. It, it's Which like YouTube somebody... channels do we frequent? 
Uh, honestly, less now than before. I've watched most everybody you can think of in the automotive space. I, it, and I, at this point, I actually revisit them about once a quarter just because of time. Mm-hmm. But I've seen mm-hmm. them just about everybody. And I think it's interesting. I mean, we've been on it since it was just YouTube became out of cat videos. So I've you know watched the, the rise of Drive. And, of course, if you watch both Drive and Motor Trend, when they were getting uh, stipends from YouTube, they were cranking out content. And as YouTube quit paying for it, they both left. So it's interesting to see the, the financials of that. But YouTube has become, let's be honest, if you want to make money on YouTube, we've joked about it at these press events, you need to be a vlogger, which is not really what we do. So that's where the money is. But okay. Question on here. Any plans to review the Hyundai N? You mean the Veloster N? Yes, already done. We've checked that box and that will be out for season five. That mm-hmm. is uh, filmed. It's not edited. But we did actually drive that car. I'm going to stay mum until then, until it comes out. You're going to have to watch it. We a lot of cool it. stuff in season five, actually. It, yeah, we do. It's pretty broad. We even are it, doing seven-seaters. Actually... And I realize I say cool <laughs> stuff, and I follow with seven-seaters. It yeah, doesn't what, really what equate. But that? my point is I like the range of stuff in season five. All right. Uh, this question is actually for you from the one Kia. Do you enjoy editing video? Do you approach the crafting of video the same way you do when you're prepping a vehicle design? Well, actually, Todd does okay. all of our editing. I, you know, I do a lot of assistant video editing, but I don't come from that world. I come from design. I, I mean, I approach every car, you know, just looking at the photos first, and then I want to see it in person and walk around it and touch it. And I think that's why I like washing cars so much because I interact with the sheet metal. I get to feel the proportions and, and really look at it. But, you know, from the video perspective, I, I think you're bringing a storytelling and that's what Todd has always done. He's a storyteller first and then he crafts the video around it. So he's pulling our commentary. And by the way, our commentary when we're driving cars we could say something over here and something random and and Todd will pull those various selects and then tell the story. So you'll notice a format to all of the videos, TV seasons included, TV episodes included, where he'll pull things that we're talking about. Okay, you talked about breaks there and I talked about that and we'll compartmentalize into that kind of For sure, that part yeah. of the story of the car over here and then you know constantly doing that but it's it's all over the map and so sometimes I will say things on camera because I I know he'll see it in the edit room and it's just for him. You know, I'll I'll talk myself into a corner about Mm -hmm. something and and maybe say something wildly inappropriate. And then I'll just point at the camera and be like, and that was for you that nobody else, not even outtakes. Yeah. It's, it's just like, you'll, you'll just, what's happened. And then I'll get a text from him. Like, Oh my God, what happens is that what we do is very stream of consciousness. We don't script in the car. We have talking points and that's the most we walk away with. So we'll be going along and invariably one or both of us will get down some mental rabbit trail that you realize is a dead end. And then it's like, don't do that. Don't put that in. And then you try to move on and recover and come up with something worthwhile. Uh, we had uh, the piece you're actually about to see is uh, our first episode, but it's Speed Vegas. So we were down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was very bizarre because it was one of the most compressed things we've done. Plus, we had somebody riding right seat, which we don't normally have to do. So we shot the entire uh, supercar section of that in about two hours before they opened early one morning. And that was a little too compressed mm-hmm. because of all mm-hmm. the all the pieces going on. But we just try to we try to flow with it. People ask a lot of times about scripting, and it's it's entirely built in the edit, uh, which yeah. sometimes sometimes is easier than others. But you do an amazing works. job yeah, for us. I, I I sometimes I think if there were two editors and we were both kind of doing this tug of war thing, it's better that it's not sometimes. But then I take up workload where Todd is working on editing. Sure, I'm, yeah. I'm chasing press cars and doing a whole bunch of other stuff. So it's actually, it, it works out well. Oh, I have everybody assisting editing right now. Yeah. As you, soon you as my everybody son can deck. do it, he'll be up on it <laughs> like, as well. I mean, Chance is doing it. You're doing it. It's know, like, can I, I give know. you footage? Please, please sort this footage for me. That's happening all the time. Yeah. Kevin Blackburn, have we seen the spy shots for the Mark 8 Golf? What are our thoughts? Looks like a golf. 
Hey, look, another golf. They're, how far were they going to go? The lines got sharper. They ended yeah, at a sharper they point. Go very far. Awesome. Love it. All right. Uh, what else? Somebody asked about where do, what do we think we'll own as cars in five years? Cars in five years. And somebody asked you what car you think your son will drive first. I thought it yeah. could have been the Million Mile Mini. Stop. If the Mini had stayed around, Stop. Million Mile Mini. Come yeah. on. I, I, honestly, I hope he has a Miata or an FRS or something of that scale. Rear-wheel drive, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, fairly light, not very powerful. I would love him to be on something like that, but who knows? I mean, he's now obsessed with what's the latest press car in the in the driveway, so we get him in that and do the school run in the press car. Except now, actually, we just started this week doing the school run in the Lotus. Did you? I almost got run into twice because, of course, it's me and, like, you know, suburban, suburban, Range Rover, Range Rover, you know. Do you need lights on it? The flash? I, I, I need and the, the flag. The, fold, the folding stop need, thing that the, folds the, out the, the side of the car? The go-kart flag is what I really need. I think but you anyway, just need the yeah. stop that folds out. You can just crank it out, and then, you know, people see, oh, it's the, what? It is the school bus. Yes, yeah, so that started happening as well. <laughs> Question from Anthony Kwan. If I ever got around to do the watch me while I draw segment <laughs> that you're wanting, you need yes. to. Can you please call it PDK, Paul Designs Cars? Mm. Not a bad idea. I like it. I, I like, like it. That. that is good. I, I keep bugging you to do that. Because I know. We're not shooting all the time. Else. All right. Maybe once we get past shooting and getting everything sure, cars chased, it's, you know, we're chasing sponsors, we're chasing cars. It's, it's uh, ongoing consistently. So maybe between seasons uh-huh. five and six. Uh-huh. I'm already thinking about chasing cars for season six. There's we already cool are chasing stuff. Cars. We've got half of season six on the yeah. schedule already. Alpine A110, anybody? Yes, mm. that's going to happen. Cool stuff sure. coming. Actually, because we're going to pilgrimage this year, and one of the episodes that we're going to shoot for season six is we're going to, uh, while we're actually doing the pilgrimage trip, which is happening and is awesome, uh, RSR has the Alpine A110, and they also have the mm. Hyundai i30N, both of which we don't get here. So we're going to drive those and talk about Forbidden Fruit and drive on those tracks, and so we're very excited about that. Plus... Alpine A110. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, mm-hmm. that's the whole reason hey. I think I'm going on pilgrimage trip this year. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, you guys have fun. We're gonna. <laughs> no, no, no. We're gonna host a trip. It's just <laughs> there's some laps happening in that car. All right, the the car that I want in uh, five years. I, I I've made noises about raffling the Cayman. It's I keep coming back to how amazing it I is, and it's shocked parked out here in the parking lot. Yeah. I I'm thinking about raffling it, but only with the desire and intent to go to a GT3. I would like to experience a GT3, but. This is crazy. I want the 914 that we drove in the Griot's episode. I I want that car. <laughs> it hurt to drive the car because of yes, two inches did. chop. Yes, it, it was very noise, uncomfortable. Yes. The intake noise and then the exit noise just behind that. It, it's physical pain to drive this car, and yet I still want it. I'm feeling everything in that car. It was but cool I if I was 5'8". Too yeah. alongside that and... I don't know. It's, it's still TBD, but you know we want to keep moving up into the experiences. Even though we might have driven the car, we keep wanting to move up into not necessarily a higher price bracket, even though sometimes that does come with a territory, but just continually finding those you know, amazing mechanical analog feels, I, I think. Somebody asked what other cars we don't get in the U.S. that they wish that we wish we did. I want the updated Fiesta. Tom Helmanzik, it used to drive for us, will oh, not yeah. shut up about it. Yeah. And I cannot believe they're not bringing it here. Literally, he, he keeps telling me about it, which is not making it easier. But anyway. <laughs> All right. What other questions on here? Oh, uh, speaking of the A110, what are other cars that we don't get in that's the U.S.? Yeah, that's oh, yes. That's from Jay. And uh, sh- <laughs> Derek says, should he buy a Power Wheels for his four-year-old this weekend when his wife is out of town? Yes, the, the audience consensus <laughs> the entire here. entire audience said yes. <laughs> I, I don't know if you can hear that, Derek, but yes. That's brilliant. Do it. I really like that. And just you know, position it like, hey, honey, I saved money. 
Um, okay, so I have it's another question here. Uh, All right, go. First car we ever drove. First you know, car we ever drove. I wish we had been keeping a list of cars we've driven. No, no, no. I think this is lifetime. Going. I don't think this is show. This is like, like first, first car you car. drove in your life. I mean, yes. I For that reason, I wish we had been keeping a list because I keep thinking, well, have we driven that? But first car? First car. I drove a... 1980s, I can't remember what year it was, but it was a Datsun pickup that okay. was lifted and it belonged to my friend's dad. And he let me drive it when I was 15 and we took it to the mall. And the nosy <laughs> took neighbors... Took it to the mall. The nosy neighbors next door, because his folks were out of town. So we okay. pulled it out of the garage and he let me drive it. And it was stick. And the nosy neighbors saw us pulling back into the garage after our mall trip and called his parents on us. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Yeah, we got in trouble. I mentioned this actually a couple podcasts ago. My uh, my dad's dad, that grandfather, uh, was a farmer, and he had a ton of land in the middle of nowhere, Kansas. Uh, this is the one time ever publicly that Wathena, Kansas, has been called out. So there's the yay Wathena because it has a blinking. <laughs> Everybody's yellow light googling Wathena, Kansas. Yeah, where, is that? where the heck is that? It's it's nowhere. Yeah. So anyway, so so he had a farm and he had lots of farm trucks and that kind of stuff. And you know that was actually the first thing I drove was the John Deere rider mower tractor that he had. And I got in trouble. We did? Because. Those are cool. Because, here's why I got in trouble. Because I was stupid. That's why I got in trouble. Oh. Because I, I got it going as fast as possible, but it was still not that fast. So I would be driving along, and I would jump out and run around it and jump back in it. And I did that in front of the kitchen window. And that, that ended stupid. very, very quickly because my stupid. grandmother was standing at the kitchen window while Todd jumps out of the tractor, gets back in, and the tractor keeps going. So there was that. that Were you was inventing the... dance moves while you danced no, I wasn't. There alongside was no, there was... the running tractor? Were you doing something? There was cool no dancing, dance moves? but I was just ghost driving, the thing, oh. which I thought was hysterical. But uh, anyway, that, that ended badly. <laughs> but then later, when I was about 13, 14, they had a just, and I, again, I didn't know anything about cars, and I still knew this. It was abysmal. They had a Ford Tempo first car I ever drove the tempo and I was like 14 uh, my grandfather was like take it I don't care because this is the same because for my dad when my dad was 12 my dad tells a story over and over and over when my dad was 12 he was in the field with his father like mm-hmm, half mm-hmm. mile away and there was a dump truck that they had brought to the field and my grandfather looked up and went Dave go get me that truck oh my dad was 12 Ooh. it was a dump truck and he was like uh but my grandfather <laughs> was just kind of this is what we're doing so he went and did that and had to figure it out. So, yeah. So me driving a Ford Tempo at 14, my grandfather was like, why haven't you done it already? We've got to touch on Jay's debate here in, uh, in the audience really quick. But there's a great question from Dr. Duck online here. What is the moment or time in your life when you knew you were a car enthusiast? Mm. My mother let me draw on the walls as a child and actually encourage it. She gritted her teeth and just thought, I can buy a coat of paint. I can scrub it off later, but I was drawing cars and, and this was early. And then it, it, it proliferated from that into drawing, you know, side views of hot rotted mini pickups with blowers on them and antennas and all this stuff. They were dumped on the ground. They were slammed with wheels and designs and graphics. And I was drawing them in the margins of my math paper. I mean, who, who draws like shoes and says, oh, I'm going to become a shoe designer because I'm drawing shoes in the margin of my math paper. Nobody. I was drawing cars. And, I drew flip and books just, of people getting shot. You know, I, I don't know what that means. My, my son asked me recently, he's like, what, how does a flip book work? I was like, let's find some paper. Let's oh get that done. Flip books are the best. Yeah, yeah they were it, fantastic. It it's proliferated. The only, the only thing time. I did good in my math book was a flip. I had a really cool. That's funny. Matter. Yeah. So, so no numbers then either. Is, no, no. Is the it, point. no God, God, no. Right. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Yeah. It was math class. Yeah, it was terrible. 
Yeah, yeah. Derek's asking us if we can list all the cars we've ever reviewed. No, no, no. Derek is making a list. Oh, oh, good. Okay. Derek is actually. Oh, wow. Thank you, and I'm sorry. Derek is making a, a <laughs> spreadsheet of all the cars we've reviewed. Oh, my god! Which frightens me, honestly. I mean, yeah. well, there are the cars that we've driven at track day. We've touched on them, and I've made lists, and we may need to add to that. All yeah, right. for sure. What else? Uh, we're getting close to wrapping things we up are. here. Anything Quick. else from the, from you guys? Quick debate. This is the time. Oh, yes, yeah, sir. Question. Have you ever test-driven a motorhome? Have we ever test-driven a motorhome? Uh, I've sat in a bunch. I've got one for you. You, you do? have one for <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Is it? Does it have some engine swap like your GTI does as well? This thing is a beast. Uh oh. Seventy four GMC motorhome. Is it the front wheel drive one? Yes. The, those are awesome. Yes. Yeah. So it gets good yeah. gas mileage. Is what it you're gets good gas mileage. Yeah. <laughs> All that and bad gas mileage. Okay, that so sounds like a victory. Seventy-four right there, GMC yeah. motorhome, the, the front-wheel drive. So uh, we did we did drag this. race moving vans as our part of our initial TV pilot. Yeah, we had the yeah, yeah. Uh, the U-Haul versus the Penske, and we drag race uh, moving vans. We'd I'd love to do something absurd like that. Somebody asked a question earlier about do we, would we ever do a Top Gear style race? I would love to do like larger location-based adventures. It's just mm-hmm. a matter of money more than anything because when you get into those things, they become uh, quite expensive to actually pull off. We have a few in mind. We're trying to do, slight spoiler, we're trying to do a larger road trip piece for season six. We're talking about it. Actually, the truth is I'm talking Paul into it. But the secondary part of it is it's, mm. it's just off the beaten path enough that the manufacturers, when we're starting to talk to them, are going, there really so we'll see what i want to do something that is more road trip based as we said and i don't know if you guys have noticed this but we we try on all of our tv seasons to do one adventure episode a season that is not really worried about the review it's worried about the the experience and so i would love for those to be more road trip based uh, like location road trip based because i feel like half half of what we're doing besides talking about the cars i want to show a cool place to drive yeah no kidding we get questions every now and then about why don't you guys show commuting because commuting is boring and we've all done it (laughs) yeah no kidding so i'm hoping for something else Question uh, here from Mytota. Paul, uh, he believes my folks met in Lawrence, Kansas. When was the last time I've been to Kansas? It was 2011 for my grandfather's funeral. He was the, the guy who passed away at 102 and bought the Lexus Egg. Yes. In 98, he bought it with a six-year extended warranty when he was 98 years old because why, why wouldn't I'm you? Be here. This is I, what you do. I'll keep driving. So it was 2011 yeah. since, uh, since I was there, and I, I always went to in Hutchinson, the Prairie Dunes Country Club. My grandfather was a member, and so I grew up swimming with the pool there and fond memories of that so pretty cool that you guys are listening out there thanks for listening really appreciate it uh jay why no panamera you asked about the you t- we're t- going back to your all road now why is mm. the panamera not on discussion third to four S. okay but uh you know we live in canvas we were, we're running quite a bit between here and there sure sure so you know some little trick, little... is the is the macan that much better uh, you know i think it's mid-20s okay Okay. The Macan is not big. That's the big thing about it. I, yeah, I would actually yeah. suggest, because of what you're coming out of, I don't know how much space you're dealing with in the, in the all-road, but I actually think that the Cayenne might be the better space uh, well, call. Oh, well, there you go. You have a Yukon Denali, so space is not a problem. All right, well, then why are we even going this big? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Macan's a good option. Um, I, I, I mean, those are great to drive. Okay. Well, and, okay. And Devin online is asking why you need the ride height of an SUV. Why do you? 
Okay. <laughs> the, the audience is tittering about the fact that we get a little bit of snow, so maybe ride height would be a we good do, thing. We do. Yeah. Yeah. Fair point. Yeah, fair point. Yeah, I see that. I see yeah. that. Does she has she driven a Macan? Your wife? We're gonna drive one next week. We have a place. Uh, don't get the base. But Agreed. Uh, Agreed. but they are they are impressive. I hope she likes it. I mean, I think if if right height's a concern, I think she like that is the middle ground in the right height world. So that's a that's an option. Personally, I think you're going to like the Macan better than the SQ5. We have not driven the specific SQ5, and I do like Q5s, but I've heard it could be better. It could offer more input, better dynamics, and I think you're going to like the Macan better. That's just me, but. Then there's all, Says the always Porsche that, guy. That's a shock. There's always the, yeah. what we talk about all the time, the GLA Mercedes, that GLA AMG 45. I mean, that kind of has a well, not, not really. The regular GLA has ride height somewhat, but the GLA AMG it's, does not. It's, a, it's Mercedes hot hatch. But it's, it's the gentleman's hot yeah. hatch, yeah. and they're 30-ish yeah. less. Absolutely. And they're Absolutely. snorty and hot. and at 45 and below, hopefully a year or two left. Okay, so get a Possible 2017, 2018 AMG. Yeah, and, those, and they drop like stones. I'll, I'll bet. And they're they, really fun to drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, good. BDY that's good. says, <laughs> waiting for them to mention the GLA. Yeah, there it is. Well, I, that's because <laughs> You've we're... You've watched and listened. Good job. <laughs> and yeah. I'm, I'm pointing the fingers at me. My mother's always said when you point at somebody, three fingers point back at you. And so I'm pointing this at me too. That is but, the classic mother comment. You know, way, yeah. she, I, I always think of that. But um, I, I bet, you know, you would default to another all road. And so I say this to us as well, get something different. You know you can always go back. You know you like them. You can go back, but try something different. Uh, anything else from you guys in the audience before we uh, wrap this up? Mm. I'm just excited people are here. Honestly, look, I yeah. know you can't see the audience, but for those of you that, that, are, that are watching online, I was really expecting we were going to act like there was an audience. There's actually an audience, there which is. is very nice. So, there uh, is. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Guys, massive, massive thanks. Thank Appreciate you, guys. It. Thank you, guys. 400 podcast is crazy. Awesome. 400 podcasts. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, if uh, Thank you guys for joining us on the live stream as well. And uh, this, of course, will thank be out on Friday. If you're listening, it's fr- happy Friday because it's been yeah, uh, right, for right. sure. Thanks we'll be back to regular programming. Thanks for your excellent questions. They were coming so fast we couldn't keep yeah, up. It not was at awesome. all, which is great. Thank you guys.